All right, hello, hello, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another live stream. Dan here, your friendly fishmonger from dansfish.com. Getting going a little later than normal tonight, so hopefully people still come. <laughs> we'll find out. I do have something kind of cool prepared, I think, for today. Um, but yeah, we'll just hang out here a bit, see if anyone comes since we're starting so late. Uh, it could be that someone else uh, got on the live stream train and and decided, hey, since I'm not going, that they're going to go. So we'll see in a minute here. Um, hey, Lumpy Dog, welcome. Lumpy Dog, number one in the house. Glad you're here. Glad you're here. I was worried since I was starting late that, uh, that no one would be here. Michael, hey. Candy, glad you're here. Crypto, hey, keeping it crypto. It's been a while. Good to see you. Good to see you. So... I have a little story for you. And then I have something prepared for today. I'm going to uh, talk about shipping a little bit and answer, I think, in detail a question I always get about shipping. But I'll get into that in just a minute here. Just waiting for a couple other people to join in if we're so lucky. And then we'll get into it. So hope everyone's doing well. It's finally summer here or spring, I guess, in Sheridan, Wyoming this week was the first week where you actually felt a little warm and took off your jacket. And we're like, hey, I'm actually sweating a little bit because it's warm outside. So it's a nice change, finally. Winter took forever to get over this year. Aquatic, welcome. Welcome, Aquatic Jack. Glad you're here. So, um, so sorry I'm late. I My wife got tied up on something and our daughter was at choir practice. And so my wife asked if I could go pick up our daughter from choir practice at 7. I was like, well, yeah, it's 10 minutes there. I'll just be a few minutes late. Um, I'll do it this once. You know, we're in a bind. Sure, I'll help out. But then the parking lot at this junior high school where they're holding this thing was so packed, it took me forever to get out of the parking lot. Just to back out of my stall <laughs> it took like 10 minutes. So sorry we're late, but, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Jeff Rose, Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, real life always gets, why can't it just all be fish all the time, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> I agree, Aquatic Jack. Bob, welcome. So I'm going to get started. Um, today, I have something prepared to you. I'm going to answer a question about shipping. But I also want to reiterate that any questions you might have about fish, um, any or fish rooms or breeding fish or keeping any specific species, any of that, please ask away. We're here to help. Um, but I'm going to start talking about a specific topic that I have prepared. And then at the end, I'll go back and look at the comments and I'll catch up on any comments or questions that I missed while, uh, while I was doing this. So I'm going to talk about shipping a little bit. I Usually shipping goes really, really well, but occasionally there's a snag. And it usually happens when a package is for some reason delayed and doesn't get to its des destination on time. And the carriers... Um, have guarantees about when they will ship by. And so like when you ship uh, USPS overnight or next day, then if it's not there by the next day, you can go get a refund, right? And then the customer, if the package is delayed, you should be able to get a refund for them and, uh, and help them out a little bit since the package didn't get there. Oh, let me bring the mic up. Hopefully this is a little louder. Sorry, I didn't realize that my uh, mic was way back in the back. Um, I don't know if that makes a difference, but 
I think it does. So anyway, I get a question every now and then. First of all, don't have many problems shipping, but every now and then I do. Even when they're delayed though, they're usually okay. Um, the fish are usually okay, even if they're delayed. But I, I will sometimes get an occasional question from a customer saying, hey, the package was delayed, so I want my shipping refunded. Um, which makes sense because they paid for next day shipping. It didn't get to them. So they're thinking, hey, I should get refunded for that. So I want to take you through the reason that um, that, that can't always happen. <laughs> um, so if I want to make this very clear. If you get a package from me and a fish arrives dead or in really bad shape, and you send me a picture within an hour of within an hour of delivery, so I know it didn't just you know sit on your porch in the sun or in the snow or something like that. So within a, in a, within an hour of delivery, if I, if I get a picture of any problem, I'll refund the cost of the fish and the shipping associated with that fish. So if it was fifty dollars to ship the package and there were ten fish, um, and one of the fish arrived deceased or in bad shape, then I'll refund the cost of the shit of the fish plus the $10, which was that fish's portion of the total shipping cost. So I'm, I'll always do that if there's a, a DOA or a problem. There usually isn't, but if there is, I'll do that. But I often get questions when a package doesn't arrive by the time it was supposed to, um, if they can get refunded, even if the fish are all in good shape. So that's what I want to address. And I want to show you why, why I can't do that. So so first thing is, I had a situation a couple weeks ago where a package was delayed and the customer was upset by that. And I understand that. So I went to the post office and I said, give me a refund form. I'd like to you know, help this customer out. They gave me a form. I filled it out, went back. But here's the problem. There is a place on this form. Let me switch views here. Um, Oh no, I don't have to switch views yet. I'm sorry, I'm confused. I'll switch views in a second. There is, there's a place on this form right here, the highlighted section, where it says that the post office will not refund any postage paid using a PC, okay, using a, a computer, a private, a personal computer. So, the post office doesn't have its own API for online sales. So the post office itself does not, um, through the applications, through the stores that we're using to sell things on the internet, the post office doesn't have an API to talk to those stores. So the post office itself, like I use Shopify.com to host dancefish.com. Uh, that's the platform that the store is on. Um, there's other platforms as well, but that's the one I ended up using. So when, when I, sh I fulfill a, an order from shopify.com, I can select the postage and how to send it. And I send it USPS next day because it's significantly less expensive than the other options. And I'm trying to save my customer money. So that's how I do that. But the problem is if I do that, then the post office will not refund the postage to me because I didn't do it 
with them directly. There's this third party between us, which is Shopify. I bought the postage through Shopify, not directly from the post office. So I don't have an agreement directly with the post office. Now, if I went to the post office, physically to the post office, walked in, brought all the boxes every week, dropped them off, and they did the labeling and all that and sent them off, then I could go to the post office and ask for for a refund. But I don't do that because it's almost impossible to ship in any quantity and just do that at the retail location at the post office. Um, And no one wants to be behind the guy that's in there with 20 boxes of fish trying to send them, right? That's just not good. And by buying through the Shopify uh, site, I get a quantity discount because different stores use the same service. So it actually saves you money. So a package that would normally cost 50 bucks only costs 45, let's say. So I'm processing the postage online. Because of that, I cannot be refunded through the post office. So what do I do? So I go through Indicia, or Indicia, I'm not quite sure how to say it, who is the, uh, the company which has the API, which Shopify uses and embeds on their platform so that someone like me who sells things over the internet can buy postage over the internet and send it. So there's the post office and then there's Shopify, but Shopify doesn't deal with the post office directly either. It's Indicia, this other company, this third party company, which provides that service to Shopify. (laughs) Okay. So I go to the post office. They say, we can't refund your money. We don't have a contract with you. I say, okay. So I go to Indicia.com who has the API that Shopify uses And I say, hey, I have this problem. Um, I'm trying to refund my customer. They're shipping. They're upset. I want to make them happy. How do I get a refund? And they basically say, we don't know what you're talking about. Go talk to the post office or go talk to Shopify, right? So basically what you have is these three different organizations and they're all pointing at each other and you're getting the runaround. So Andisha says they can't do it. The post office says, says they can't do it. So I go to Shopify to see if they can do it. And uh, let me show you what that's like <laughs> when you're trying to get this done. So let me show you the conversation I have with Shopify. So here it is. So I talk with a nice gentleman named Jonathan M. And I explain the situation and I say, hey, I shipped these fish last week. For next day, they took three days to arrive. The customer's upset. So I'm trying to get a refund. USPS won't give me the refund since I bought it through your platform. How do I get this done? He's like, I don't know. Let me look. So I say, okay. And a while later, he's like, I'm still looking because he's probably helping 15 people at once, right? Um, Then a little later, he says, hey, I know how to void a label before it ships, which is no help at all. And then he says, I've asked this other team about your requests and I'll get back to you. So I say, okay, that's fine. And then I make sure he knows. I say, by the way, I contacted Indicia, your third party postage API supplier about for shipments via USPS. They told me to talk to you. So UPS and Indicia or USPS and Indicia are a bust. I'm hoping you have the answer. (laughs) I'm trying to make him understand the situation. So he says, okay. Then he says, he's trying to help me. He's explained things to this other team. And by the end, 
basically I tell them the order number, who the customer is. Um, I give them the tracking number. I've redacted some of this stuff just for privacy and things like that. How much it ended up costing to ship the package, um, all that. Basically, he says that um, by the end, he says, I forwarded this to people. You're going to get a follow-up chat via email um, and other people are going to help you. I'm going to get this escalation set up and you'll get word. Okay, so that's so that's where we're at by now. So by now I'm about four hours into this process. That might be an exaggeration. Three to four hours though, a good chunk of time. I've been to the post office, I've waited in line, I got the run around there. I went and I called Indisha and I was on hold like you are. And then I got the customer service person who couldn't help and transferred me to someone else who couldn't help. And all those things that happen <laughs> when you're on the phone with a big corporation um, talking, you know, sometimes you get a human, it's good. At least I got a human and at least I could understand them. They spoke English, it was great. Um, some time goes by and then Shopify gets back to me, Catherine from Shopify um, and I redacted her last name here. But anyway, she says, hi, I'm your guru. After you chat with Jonathan, he forwarded the details to our escalated team. And it looks like this was an issue on UPS's end and not on Shopify. So this is what always happens when you're dealing with more than one entity, right? They always point the finger at the other person and not a single one will help you. Even though the label was printed through Shopify, it is USPS that set the shipping dates and rates. And it looks like the label is correct. Yes. I know this might not be the answer you're hoping for here, but it would be best to file a claim. Okay. I already explained to them that I tried to file a claim, but this, but this happened, right? <laughs> and I explained that all in the chat with Jonathan M earlier that um, I couldn't file a claim with USPS because I bought it through their platform. That's the entire problem. Anyway, it's best to file a claim, can't do that, and send them the screenshot of the tracking number. Well, I already did that. I brought all that with me to USPS when I went and talked with them. Um, it says on the screenshot, it shows when it's supposed to be delivered, when it was delivered, and that I had dropped it off in time to have been there for next day shipping. Yeah, great. Sorry we can't so hopefully USPS is able to resolve this, even though I told them I've already been to USPS, I've already been to Indisha. Sorry this happened, but we can't help you. Really nice, but not helpful. So, so that's the issue. So that's why, just so everyone knows, that's why it's almost impossible to get a shipping refund. Now, I've shipped a lot of packages through US. Uh, PS, I've shipped a lot through UPS and I've shipped a lot through FedEx. And I'm here to tell you, even with a direct account with FedEx and UPS, it's difficult to get a refund processed for a delayed shipment. And it's so tenuous with them even accepting live fish that I feel like in the long run, pushing them and getting mad and yelling at them and everything, um, is a risk that might make them, if enough of us do that, just shut down that section and say, okay, we just won't ship live fish then, if that's the issue. So I never make it about the fish. I always make it about, you agreed to have it delivered by this date. It wasn't delivered till this date. The customer is upset. Help me help the customer. So they'll buy more stuff so you get more business via your, your shipping uh, um, 
service, right? But anyway, that's why it's so hard to refund shipping. That's why so many places don't. I do if there's a death or a fish comes in really bad shape just because I don't want the customer to have a bad experience. But if a shipment arrives late, but everything's fine, and the person is thinking, well, I should get a refund because it arrived in three days, which would have cost less and I paid for next day. That's why someone like me can't get it done. You just get caught on this wild goose chase on this loop, this loop of delight. <laughs> it is so horrible, right? Um, now, in my opinion, I, I kind of agree with Shopify. Shopify doesn't have the account with USPS. Indicia does. So in my opinion, and I'm not a lawyer or anything like that, but I feel like since Indicia has the contract, the agreement with USPS, I feel like Indicia is the one that is empowered to deal with USPS in refund packages that aren't delivered on time um, if Indicia cared. But I, I have a feeling that just the amount of time and effort that would take probably doesn't make sense business-wise. They probably lose money doing that. It would probably cost more to make that happen than they would get back in any kind of refund or anything like that. So I, I think they just don't do it. But anyway, that's that's the saga. That is that is what it is like trying to get postage refunded. So now you know <laughs> why things are the way they are um, in that in that vein. So anyway. Um, Let's move on from there. I'm going to scroll up, see what chats I missed, see if I missed any um, questions or comments or anything like that. If anyone out there has bought online uh, postage and does know a contacted Indicia or whatever that um, can get things done, I would love to know about it. Please let me know. <laughs> but that's that's been my experience so far, what I just explained. Um, Michael, it's raining like a mofo here. All right, collect some water. Nice soft rainwater. Sounds awesome. Um, Flynn, hello and goodbye. Off to fly the drone. All right, have fun. Don't crash. <laughs> um, Aquatic Jack, have you bred bumblebee gobies? So Aquatic, I haven't. Um, I know folks who have. Um, I've never really kept a brackish tank in like my private collection. I've kept a lot of bumblebee gobies in dealers tanks and wholesale tanks and things like that, but I've never had my own brackish water tank. So I've never bred them. Um, I know there is quite a bit of information out there though. It doesn't sound like it's too difficult. Um, much like any other goby, give them a pipe and they should go breed in it, but, but I've never done it. So if anyone here has, if anyone knows uh, has any experience breeding bumblebee gobies, please chime in. Let's, let's hear your experience and help Jack out. Um, all right. Hi everyone. Hi everyone. Steen Fod is off to eat. Kang Lee. Hey, welcome Kang. You didn't miss much Kang Lee because I started late. I had a little situation that made it so I couldn't get here till about 7.30 ish. So if you want to go back and look at that, you can see the explanation of all that. But basically, um, had a thing, had to pick up my daughter and it got delayed and all that. So, um, Aquatic Jack, um, yeah, the post office did give the runaround. Well, maybe, I mean, I guess, but 
it's pretty clear here what their policy is. So I don't know if, if it's so much the post office. I really feel like it's Indicia because they have the contract. But yeah, I definitely got to run around. Pass the buck. Yep. Any Anyone who's ever worked in bureaucracy knows that if someone comes to you for a problem, there's always someone else you can send them to, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know, in this in this day and age, I feel like there's so many opportunities, there's so many resources and so much out there that you can do and get, but customer service is almost a lost art. Um, I, it's, maybe Zappos, Zappos has still got it. That's like, they claim customer service as one of their primary values and I feel like they actually do it. Most companies claim customer service, customer service as a value and don't do it very well. So, yep. Jack, I thought FedEx already stated they wouldn't ship live animals. Oh, they we were using them. Um, before I worked here, I worked at a really large distributor, and we, we definitely had an account with FedEx. Um, but I, I think you have to become an, a known shipper with them. You have to kind of get certified in shipping live animals and... Um, that process for me, what it entailed was I created an account. I talked to a customer service rep, um, told them what I was doing. Then I packed up a sample box of how I pack fish and I sent it to them and they checked it out, made sure they liked it. And then they verified me. So I, I've shipped FedEx. Definitely. I haven't done it in the last couple of years. I've done all USPS, but, um, as of a couple of years ago, I could. So I wonder, if they've cut it off completely, I don't know about that. They might have. I just haven't heard of it. But um, but when I was doing it, I could do it. I just had to get certified or verified first. Um, Peter, hi. Um, Vstag, hi. Quadic Jack, the he said, she said train. Yep. The wild goose chase. The circle of delight. <laughs> the corporate customer service circle of delight, right? <laughs> it's like you got to have something else to do when you call in to get help these days because it's going to take forever. Yep. Kengli, so the best way to get around that is to ship directly from USPS building, correct? If so, they can't deny your refund then. Yes, Keng, that is correct. If you ship directly from their building, um, then then you can fill this then you can fill this out and you should be able to get a refund. Um, I would never claim losses on it. Like I wouldn't claim any fish losses on it. I would just claim the shipping personally, just because I don't want them to get a bad taste in their mouth any more than they have about shipping live fish. But yes, you can. My problem is um, it's not efficient for me to do that. I ship enough packages that it would be a pain in the butt for me to do that. And it would hold up the postal service retail location. The line behind me would just get very angry and um, it's not efficient. I can post it out right from my computer and over the long haul, it does save money because there's a discount associated with that. But yes, if you only ship a couple packages now and then, if you do it directly from the post office's location, then, then you can deal directly with them because you have the agreement directly with them. Yes. 
King Lee, I've gotten shipping refunded by my USPS. It's pretty simple for me. Sorry to go through all that. Yeah, um, I'm assuming, Kang, that um, that you shipped it from the physical post office location in that case. Um, Chef Hannibal, yum, yum. My aquariums are heating up over 80 ooh, due to the warm weather. How concerned should I be? Yeah. Also, should I adjust my lighting to prevent algae since the tanks are four to five degrees higher? Thanks, Dan. Um, Chef, um, yeah, I think it can be a concern. It depends on the fish species that you're keeping. So would you just drop down which oh, rope fish? Here you go. I think this is what you're talking about. Rope fish, ghost knife, angels, tetras. Um, a lot of those can take it up to the low 80s. I'm not as familiar with rope fish, but the others I think should be able to do that. Um, well, there's so many kinds of tetras, so it kind of depends on the kind of tetra, I suppose. Once you get above, say, 82 or so, though, there's a lot of species that that's really going to stress out, even of tetras. There's some that come from Uruguay and are used to pretty cool conditions. Some that come from kind of deep forest streams that um, are shaded. So even though they're, you know, at the Amazon in the rainforest or whatever, they don't get super hot because they're shaded and they have evaporation. So um, the main issue besides just a species that doesn't like warm water, say they all like warm water, then you're fine. But the issue is that your dissolved oxygen ratio is going to drop significantly um, as you get a higher temperature. So that's a lot of the issue. Um, if you have a lot of uh, organisms, biomass in the aquarium besides the fish, um, then it can really take a toll and suck up that oxygen really quickly. Any bacteria, any microorganisms and things like that. So I'd be a little bit careful. I think the species you have, depending on which tetras they are, can probably take the temperatures. The angels, the angelfish are going to love it up till oh, 084 degrees or so. Um, at which point you have to just really be careful about oxygen saturation. So you're probably okay, but if you get much over 82, be careful with the oxygen. Um, and if you want to cool it down, there's the old trick of opening the lid and putting a little fan on it. So it, you get some evaporative cooling. Um, there's, if it's not planted, you can turn the lights off so that, um, you know, the, the heat from the light is not there. Although if you do that, the algae tends to die off and then you can get some decomposition going. So you might have to do an extra water change or two. Um, that's as much as I know without knowing exactly which tetras you have. So I think you're probably okay up till about 82 or so, but then it becomes more an issue of oxygen, even for fish that can take high temperatures. Michael, <laughs> I have the best customer service. All right, we'll all call Michael for any problems we have. Everybody, if you have any problem, call Michael. He'll help you out. <laughs> World Pets TV. I've seen people do unboxings from FedEx as late as a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I think if you're certified, you should be able to do it. Um, do you need a scale when you print from home? Yeah, so I have a postage scale that I use. And it um, basically when I, through Indicia, which is run through my Shopify platform, I just put in the information, the size of the box, um, the weight of the box, where it's going, pick my service, how I want it sent, and it calculates the price for me and we go from there. But yes, you definitely need a scale.
Um, Jeff Hannibal, hey, Super Chat, $1.99. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. Um, I don't, I, I wish I had more to say on the subject, but uh, I, I'm glad it was helpful enough for $1.99. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much. Super Chats are always appreciated, never required, but always appreciated. Thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Bob, sounds like a conversation with the contracting person at USPS needs to happen. Yeah, when they get enough calls, they might act in a perfect world. Yeah, that that might be a solution. I mean, ideally, Indisha um, takes care of the customer and takes care of it, right? But yeah, Cardinal Tetris. Yeah, they'll be fine at the higher temperatures. White, they're pretty hardy. Colombian, yeah. And Killy, um, what species of Killy? Killies generally don't like it hot. Um, so let me know what species of killifish you have. Some do fine. There's there's some of the um, South American annuals that do okay when it's hot because they come from like the Venezuelan ones that come from the grasslands. They come from some pretty hot water. Um, some of the more savanna species in Africa do okay in hot water. Some of the pupfish species love hot water and the aphanius species love hot water. Um, but even the species that like hot water, the warmer you keep them, the quicker they, and this is for all fish, the quicker they're going to burn out. They just, their metabolism is so much higher. Heavily plants with CO2 and air stones. Okay, so um, so you can't turn off the light because you have plants. And with the CO2, um, that does create a, a bit of an issue because you're going to have CO2 saturation at the expense of oxygen saturation. If I understand the chemistry right, and I'm not a chemist, but anything you can do to keep the oxygen saturation high is going to be better for the fish as the temperatures rise. And I have a feeling you're not going to want to go much above 80 if you have CO2 and plants. Plants generally don't like it very hot either. Um, says the not planted guy, <laughs> right? I don't know much, but I know that. Um, so I think you're going to need to find a way to keep it from going much over 80, um, chef, with that combination um, of plants and CO2 and fish. Still curious what killie you have, though. Blue, blue gardener eye. Okay, so I assume that's the uh, Fundulopanchax gardener eye, the blue variety is probably the one you're talking about. They'll live up to 82 and maybe a little over. Um, they'll just burn out a lot quicker. Generally, the Gardner Achilles, you want to keep them, if possible, in the mid-70s. They can go to the higher 70s, um, but much above 78, you might start monitor them. You might start noticing some stress behavior. Um, so I'd keep an eye on them for sure. But they can take it warmer than a lot of Achilles, the, the Gardner eyes can. They're really hardy. Kang makes me not want to print my own shipping labels. Yeah, I know. It's just so convenient to do it. And again, if you're shipping 10 packages and you can save the customer five bucks per package, you know, then you just save 50 bucks that week for your customers on shipping. So in the long run, I think it makes sense because it's so rare that that issue arises. I just wish that, that when a package was delayed, that there was a way to take care of it, but whatever, <laughs> I guess in this, in this age, we trade, uh, 
access to lots of things. Um, we kind of trade customer service off for that sometimes. Um, getting, oh wait, I already read that. Chef, sounds like time to turn on AC. Thanks again. Yeah, if you can keep it cool, if you can keep it um, 78-ish, that would be fantastic. If the best you can do is 80, that's the best you can do. But um, yeah, I think I think you're right, Chef. I think it's it's time to turn on the AC if, if you can. Yep. All right, we reached the bottom of the chat. That was quick. I think my delayed start here um, probably impacted the number of people we're having. And so... Um, it's only been half an hour, but it's already about eight o'clock, which is, uh, you know, usually the stream goes at eight, eight thirty ish. So, oh, got a couple more. So, um, Kengli, I've been having bad luck with express shipping out of six. I sent last week, only five made it on time. Ooh, that is, yeah, that's not great. Um, hopefully that's an anomaly though. Hopefully that's not I mean, over the long term, a large sample size, hopefully that's not the case. One made it on time. Okay, that's that's a little more dramatic. Only one made it on time. I kind of thought that's what you meant, Kang. <laughs> I thought that's what you meant. Um, but Kang, over the long term, is that usually the case for you? I mean, what I've noticed is long term, I think since since the start of 2018, I've probably only had three packages via USPS that didn't arrive on time. And I ship a lot of packages. So um, three out of, I don't know the number, but three out of a lot. So in the long run, it's a very low percentage for me. Viola, welcome. Oops, too late to watch you. No, I'm here. You can watch. I'll let you. <laughs> um, so anyway, we've reached the bottom of the chat. So this is what I usually say. Um, if you have a final comment or a, a topic you really want to discuss or a question that you really want an answer to or something you need help with, uh, get it out now. Because when we reach the bottom of the chat, my feeling is that that's about all the energy that that episode of the live stream might have. I don't want to just draw it out to draw it out, right? That's no. F There's nothing more painful than watching a live stream where someone is just trying to draw it out to meet a time limit and there's no activity going on, right? I don't want to be that. I don't want to <laughs> be that person. So, but if people have stuff to talk about, drop it now. Um, otherwise we'll shut her down in a few minutes. So Bob, $10. Hey, thanks. What is the next species profile? Any news on the ordered fish that you didn't receive? So Bob, um, the next species profile, I put one out Monday and that was for the peacock gudgeon. <laughs> I always say gungeon. I don't know why. It's my mouth wants to do it. It's like it's easier to form gungeon than gudgeon. But uh, peacock gudgeons, which are awesome. Um, in fact, Bob, I, I think you might have saw that video. I think I might have seen a comment from you on it. But if you didn't catch it, um, that went out yesterday, actually, not Monday. That I was trying to get it out Monday, but. Um, it took a little while longer to edit. So I got that one out yesterday. The next one after that, let's see. Oh, you know what? I think I'm going to do one um, on Corydoras elegans, probably. Some species of Corydoras. Probably elegans. I feel like that's one that there isn't as much information on out there. So I might do that one. Um, I've also got some really cute 
baby Corridor's Aeneas though, so I might do it on them. But probably the Elegans. Corridor's Elegans. Let's lock it in. That's what it'll be, Bob. I'll do one on Corridor's Elegans. Yeah. Really cool, Corey. Um, uh, but I'll save it for the profile, right? <laughs> um, so what I'm trying to do now is um, my production season is kind of mellowed out a little bit. Um, things are winding up on some projects I have and things. So what I hope to be able to do is do one species profile um, a week, or at least one video a week besides the live stream. I've also got a really cool one on making, spa um, making spawning mops. Um, I have a method that I do, which is different from like wrapping it around a book or something. I have like a little gizmo. So um, I'll do that sometime. But next week, it'll be Corridor's Elegance. Um, after that, it might be the spawning mop video because it's kind of cool. Um, so anyway, I'm trying to up the number of videos a week because I have a little more time now. Still working on the super secret project, though. We're really heavily into that. Um, again, I'll tell you about it when it's when it's ready. I don't want to talk about it. Well, I do want to talk about it, but I can't talk about it yet. I, I have agreements with other parties and I just can't. But um, as soon as that's ready, then I'll dedicate an episode to that and explaining what that is and, and showing what that is. Um, all right. Michael Trevino. <laughs> Knock on wood, I haven't had any packages delayed. Yep, hopefully. Although, Michael, no matter who you ship with, if you do enough shipping, eventually it's going to happen. So the strategy is if it's for overnight, pack them so they can last a week. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> you try your best. And you can't control everything. Sometimes, no matter how well you package them, if they sit, in a truck that's parked in the sun for a day without air conditioning in the back of it, that's going to be a problem. You know, there's things you can't control, but I, I found that if you pack them to last a long time, then even if they're delayed, it's not as big a problem. Usually you're okay. Um, all right. Viola came in late. I mean, well, welcome. I did too. I was almost half an hour late today, but yeah. VStag, hit the like button. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, VStag. VStag is a wise person, and I think we should all follow his advice. <laughs> Bob Crater, yep, commented on it. Yep, I thought you did, Bob. Candy, I still have to watch that video. It's there. It's not going anywhere, Candy, so no worries. <laughs> Michael, putting the smackdown on. I like it. <laughs> Danny's getting to Plecos. Yeah, I love Plecos. Um, here's why I haven't, though. I do like Plecos. I have nothing against Plecos. But what, what a lot of like the fancy Pleco species that I would want to keep need to thrive is a lot of current in a high temperature and just so much food like an unbelievable amount of food that produces an unbelievable amount of waste. And I could probably do it if I jacked the temperature up in here just with sponge filters and box filters. But I would honestly want to use some power heads and things like that to give them good flow, um, set things up really fancy. And so basically, I'd have to dedicate a species of pleco to a tank the way I would want to do it. And that would just take up a lot of space. Um, and I would have to clean up so much poop, <laughs> just so much. Um, 
But the main reason is I would want to jack the temperature up. I'd want to keep the temperature at about maybe 84 degrees ish if I did a lot of the plecos I want. And if I did that, then I couldn't keep most of the other species of fish that I'm into. So it kind of cancels that out. It, one day though, one day I'll get into them. I do like them. Um, Candy admitting she's a slacker. <laughs> Jeff Rose, Candy, I'm going live after Dan. You don't have to be there, but if you could share, I would love you forever. Oh, that's all it takes to be loved forever by Jeff Rose? That's like a deal. If anybody needs love, Jeff Rose has it and will give it to you if you like his live stream when he goes live. <laughs> that's, that's some cheap loving right there. Not a bad deal. <laughs> Michael, my strategy is to throw the mailman a six pack. Nothing ever late. Yes. Yes. I'm that guy too. Um, and honestly, I think hobby wide, if they got to know us is cool people that brought them coffee and were pleasant to them and did nice things. I don't know. A thank you card every now and then. Um, if we, that's one reason I don't push and fight a lot with the post office because I want them to think of the fish hobby, the people associated with that hobby is people they like because then they'll go out of their way to help you no matter what. It's kind of the catch more flies with honey than with vinegar type philosophy. So the more of us that do that and treat our postal workers well, um, if they know we're in the hobby and that that's kind of what we're doing, then I feel like it can help our reputation, which I feel like will help with a lot of shipping issues. So I don't know. I know that's pie in the sky. I know. <laughs> I know we're never going to get a critical mass of people that just ship fish to like sign the, um, the Magna Carta agreement of behavior with the post office or whatever, or FedEx or UPS, whichever carrier you're using. Um, but I kind of wish we all did that because I feel like uh, then then we wouldn't ever be in danger of, of being shut out, like them deciding that they just don't want to ship fish anymore. And when you treat people well, in my experience, they take care of you too. So I don't know. Oh, I'll get off the soapbox. Um, Michael, every single tank I own, a species of only plecos. Yep. Yeah. Um, Thomas, I'm so glad to see you guys. <laughs> I, uh, oh, I'm so glad to see you guys. Been a crappy day. I thought you were trying to say, Thomas, I'm so glad to see you guys have been again, like been in a crappy day. <laughs> well, Thomas, sorry you had a bad day. Glad you're here. Welcome. <laughs> um, Michael, I would say you would catch more ants with honey than flies. Yes. <laughs> I'd use garbage to catch flies. Just saying. Yes, yes. <laughs> Michael, I think you should write a book, uh, like a philosophy book. But, but the fun kind that you would like, you know, put on your bookshelf by the toilet so your guests could read it. <laughs> I think we should have Michael Trevino's book of philosophy, specifically for the bathroom. I think that would be awesome. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> 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 
Michael Trevino, and I quote, what's a book? Close quote. <laughs> we have a discerning clientele here at Dan's Fish. We, we only accept the best. Um, so black ties, um, club membership fees, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously we're a high class operation. <laughs> Oh, Michael, that was hilarious. Anyway, um, so we've reached the bottom of the chat. I'm going to sign off in a couple minutes. So if you have anything you need to get out, any help you need, any questions, any comments, post them down below. I'll shut her down just in a few. And then we can all head over to Jeff Rose and uh, see what's cooking in his neck of the woods. Um, <laughs> yeah, glad you're here, Michael. You made this stream really fun today. That was great. All right. So thanks everybody for being here. Sorry again for the, the delayed start. Um, I still don't know how to notify people. I know that like Aquarium Co-op and uh, Miss Jinxed, um, when they put out a live stream, they, they can put comments with it. And I, I see it on my, on my dashboard on YouTube. Um, so I know what's going on. I don't know how on YouTube to, to notify people if there's a change, if it's like if something happened and I couldn't be there, I don't know how I'd let you know. Um, so I don't know if there's a way I know that again, I know Corey and Rachel can do it, but I don't know if it's because they've reached a certain level of subscribers or views and now they have access to that function or what. Um, so right now what I do is just on my face on dance fish on Facebook is that's where I make the updates of like, oops, I'm going to be a little late today. Anything like that. It shouldn't usually happen. I am committed to this seven o'clock mountain time Wednesdays. I'm, I'm really committed to doing that. So we have a normal time and it doesn't, you know, get, get too funky. Uh, but occasionally real life happens, but if I can ever figure out how to notify you guys through YouTube, I'll, I'll do that. Um, Gandy, thanks for the stream. See you next week. Yep. Dan, we have an aquarium live stream page on Facebook. There's a few of them. Which one is it, Candy, that, that this community uses? Because um, I, I have seen that. Oh, wait, I know which one it is. I know which one it is. So I can do it there. Good. Good to know. Lumpy Dog, lurking in the background. Oh, no problem, Candy. I know which one it is. I, I've actually, I remember, I, I'm subscribed to it. <laughs> um, there's a couple of them though. And the reason I asked is it took me a little while to find the right one. Anyway, thanks again, everybody. Um, if, if you've got the time, Jeff Rose is going live. So, uh, head over and say hi. I'll see you next week until next Wednesday. Bye-bye.